Gurmesh Singh, our state member, joins us. Good morning, mate. Good morning, Moffy. How good. We've got uh, an icon of the Coffs Coast, which will be uh, continuing its life here. We're all very lucky that it's been saved, and uh, we've got the new owner-proprietor here standing next to us. And, uh, yeah, congratulations, Tigger. This has been fantastic. Yeah, it really is. And, you know, this is one of the things that will continue to progress Coffs Harbour and continue to bring people here. And it's one of the things that we've been talking about this morning. I mean, a stone's throw from us here is the Jetty Foreshores, something that you've been heavily involved with as well uh, when you were in government. There were about three or four, I think, in my time of eight years being here, different proposals of what people want. This time, you know, it was pretty clear what people wanted. Uh, very clear, and it's been uh, nearly four and a half years since this proposal was started. Uh, I remember we uh, launched it at the jetty, and I think uh, Councillor Swan was Deputy Mayor at the time, and the Mayor was away. Uh, so we launched that at the jetty, uh, it would have been June 2019. So we've had a lot of work go into this, uh, and we had, I think, the largest survey, the most comprehensive survey ever done about the area, uh, which showed significant, overwhelming support for uh, uh, progression with mm. the jetty foreshores, moving it out of the uh, 70s and 80s and into the into the 2020s, uh, which is where Coffs Harbour should be heading. It's interesting because I, I got a message before. Mick says uh, we need to drag this place out of the 70s and 80s, time warp it's in, and make it a place that people will want to visit, not drive past when the bypass is finished. The selfish attitude shown by some continues to hamstring the progress of such a coastal jewel. It's not far off the mark. Moffy, you can't expect um, things to change for the better if everything stays the same forever. Mm. Uh, we have to... We're the only coastal city that I know of that hasn't taken advantage of its waterfront. I think that's a real shame for our future generations. Look, this is a project that would have taken up to a decade to deliver. Um, you know, this isn't for us. This is for our kids and for our next generation. And I, I, I'm really just astounded at uh, the antics at last night's council meeting. Um, the fact that they think that two quarter-acre blocks of land, you know, two, two house blocks basically, are the equivalent of Coffs Harbour's best land and, and, and nearly 10 acres at that, um, I think it just shows how out of touch uh, that proposal was and just how uh, removed from reality uh, some of these decisions are. And I just, I, I really shake my head. Uh, and I think that the ratepayers of Coffs Harbour this morning uh, have woken up to uh, nearly what you'd say is a dystopian world where, you know, we've got our council saying that two quarter-acre blocks in the CBD are worth the equivalent of uh, prime 10 acres at the Jetty Foreshores. It's insane. Down in Macquarie Street, would our council look like an embarrassment at the moment? <laughs> I mean... I wouldn't limit it just to Macquarie Street, Moffy. I mean, I think they, uh, it, it, it's pretty fair to say that this decision last night, um, it just beggars belief. And I know that that, that remark uh, has set off the crowd, the small crowd we have here. And it's, um, well, well, no, uh, look, no, no, I don't mean it uh, cruel. Because, I mean, this is, and this is the sad thing, is that we have incredible people who work for the city of Coffs Harbour, for our, our, essentially our council from the teams in Coastal Works that look after all the areas, that look after down at the jetty. Um, you know, we're critical quite often about, you know, when it comes to maintenance and, and things like that. But, you know, all of that comes from the top. 
And at the moment, I, I feel like, you know, the council who should be representing the community are not actually... G'day. See, there we go. We've got a, a truck from Coastal Works going past now waving. See? They're not... Look, but but I, I think, I think it goes without saying, Moffy, this isn't a reflection I, on, on uh, any employees of council. We know no. they work very hard and do a great job. But some of the decisions that we're seeing out of the councillors, especially with regards to the Jetty Foreshores... Are they truly uh, representing us, I guess is what well, I'm saying. Well, I would say that the uh, community survey that was done last year, I would say that they're not representing uh, the views of that survey. Mm. Um, and in fact, you know, they're probably presenting their own views on, I- instead. And look, one of the things we need to be mindful of is that, you know... None of the councillors... The council doesn't have a resolved position on the jetty foreshores as to what they want to see there in the future. Mm. Some of them want to leave it as open grassland. Hang on, I'll stop you there. (laughs) There was a double-page $1,800 ad that was put into the News of the Area paper that had a map on there as an alternative view. I mean, there was nowhere for you to respond to that alternative view. I mean, it was a good view because it was looked as though it came from up somewhere in Edinburgh Street looking down. But, um, I mean, that's the only really, the only thing that's come out of the council as an alternative. Well, and do you know what? It didn't come out of the council at all. It came out of one person at okay, council. Okay, so, so it came it, from the you know, It came from one person. Uh, the council themselves have not resolved or decided what they want to do down there because some councillors will say they want grass... Some councillors will say they want, you know, bars, restaurants and cafes. Uh, some more will say that, that, you know, a little bit of tourist accommodation is OK. And then we've got other councillors, the sensible ones, I would say, who are happy to go with what the community has said they want. And that is sensible, low-rise uh, progression and development of our jetty foreshores to move this city into the future. So here's my thing. Let's get the council... Sorry, the city of Coffs Harbour um, to... Put out a survey to the community on what the community want, and let's see what the result comes back then. Moffy, there's been a a fair bit of survey fatigue on this. You know, we had 3,600 respondents um, last time around, um, and I I think what they should be doing is is going with the wishes of the community, and that is to get on with this project and get on with it without delay, because uh, I think a stunt like what we saw last night, um, if by some, um, you know, uh, miracle that the state government were to agree to it. And I don't believe that they will. I mean, uh, you know, they have to also be mindful of using taxpayer money correctly as well. Uh, It would be a negligent government that would accept, you know, two quarter acre blocks for 10 acres uh, on the waterfront. I don't think that's a fair swap. It's not fair on the taxpayers of New South Wales. It's actually not a great use of ratepayer money uh, from the residents of Coffs Harbour who pay uh, quite high rates. Um, and all those points you brought up earlier about, you know, this laboratory that checks, you know, c- can be checking the quality of drinking water for people who rely on tank water. Uh, that's a vital service that they provide for the ratepayers of Coffs Harbour. Uh, where will that move? Will there be a disruption? Are they going to have to rent the land back? None of these things were taken into account or even discussed last night, as far as we know, but we don't know because it was in confidential. Yep. All right, we'll talk more about it uh, and get the views uh, from the business community shortly. It's Triple M.